guys. I'm Ray Belli, and this is Words for Granted, a podcast that looks at how words change over time. We live in a digital world. Not literally, of course. I'm not saying that when you look out of your bedroom window and see trees and cars and people walking their dogs, that that's all a pixelated hallucination, unless for you it is, in which case you should probably see a doctor. But more and more each day, modern life is ruled by digital technology. Just a decade ago, you could feasibly get through life without having an email address or having a smartphone, but now the world just expects us to have these things, and if we don't, we're behind on the times. You all know this already. None of what I'm saying is revolutionary. But what you may not know is that the word digital is far from modern. According to the Oxford English Dictionary, digital first appears in English during the 1500s. It was an adjective used to describe whole numbers smaller than 10, and this sense still exists today in the modern word digit. The original meaning of digital was adapted from the Latin word digitus, which not only meant any whole number smaller than 10, but also finger or toe. This is why today our fingers and toes are sometimes referred to as digits. Once you know that both the digits on your body and the digits on the number line are not just homonyms but also cognates, the connection between the two becomes obvious. We have 10 fingers and 10 toes, and because we can use our fingers to count, the Latin word digitus eventually evolved a secondary sense reflecting these basic whole numbers, or shall we say, digital numbers. At first, it may seem as if this etymology has nothing to do with the modern technological sense of the word, but if we look a little closer, Indeed, the terminology used to describe our fingers, toes, numbers less than 10, and computerized technology are all interconnected. So, how did the word for counting to 10 on our fingers evolve into the word for the most sophisticated technology in the world? To answer this question, we have to look at the history of computers and, by extension, the history of words associated with computers. Perhaps to your surprise, computers have been around for centuries. By definition, a computer is simply a device that can be instructed to carry out an arbitrary set of arithmetic or logical operations automatically. This means that mechanical devices such as abacuses or watches are, by definition, computers. The sense of the word computer that we're most familiar with today technically should be specified as digital computer. That's actually what computers were marketed as when they first became available to the public. But since digital computers are the norm, we no longer have the need for this specification. The earliest recorded appearance of the word computer can be found in a 1619 book called A Young Man's Gleanings by Richard Braitrath, and actually it refers to a person who carries out computations, not a machine. If you were good with numbers, you would be called a computer. Thanks to the technological innovations of the 19th century, this word was then applied to machines in the sense more familiar to us today. Of course, we didn't make the technological leap from manual abacuses to digital iPhones overnight. During the early 20th century, computers were not digital, but analog, 
And the etymological distinction between these two descriptive terms reflects the technical methods by which each works. I'm sure that many of you know that analog technology is the opposite of digital technology, but how many of you could semantically define why? Without getting too technical, an analog computer works by manipulating internal electrical, mechanical, or hydraulic properties in order to emulate quantities of the problem being solved. This process of emulation creates a physical analogy of an abstract problem. If that sounds confusing, it is, and I don't really want to dwell on it. The only thing that you really need to understand is that analog computers manipulate physical properties in order to solve problems. During the 1930s and 40s, engineers began developing a new kind of computer that was able to solve problems by sequencing together digits instead of manipulating physical properties. In this new system, each sequence of digits corresponded to a designated value. For instance, the letter A might be designated and represented by the sequence 01000001. Do you see the connection now? A digital computer represents input information in zeros and ones, and these, of course, are digits. If you're a tech nerd, you probably already know about this correlation, and this episode is totally a waste of your time. But for a technologically impaired idiot like me... Learning this was a total revelation. I knew that computers represented information in a language of ones and zeros, but I never realized that these digits were at the etymological root of the word digital. During the early 20th century, digital electronics were used mostly by researchers or the military, so the word digital existed as an obscure technical term. But from the 1970s onward, Digital technology became more compact, less expensive to produce, and more available to the masses, and as a result, the word digital entered the mainstream vocabulary. Nowadays, digital media is the norm. Film, music, radio, television, and photography all have ubiquitous digital equivalents. My voice right now is digital, which is to say that it is coded by a series of zeros and ones. When we use the word digital in 2016, 9 out of 10 times, its literal connection to the numerical digits 0 and 1 is lost. So lost, in fact, that I myself didn't realize the semantic connection until preparing the research for this episode. Colloquially speaking, digital is just a synonym for computerized. This colloquial definition is by no means incorrect because, by and large, all modern computers are digital. However, this colloquial definition fails to emphasize the means by which digital information is expressed. It's an interesting linguistic phenomenon. See, if you look up the definition of digital in a dictionary, you'll probably find something like, quote, expressed as a series of zeros and ones typically represented by values of a physical quantity such as voltage or magnetic polarization, end quote. But in reality, when you say digital, this is not what you mean, even if this definition is literally what digital means. Weird, right? So, does this mean that the word digital has undergone semantic change? Well, kind of. On one hand, the literal meaning of digital probably will never go away, because even if someone doesn't know how digital technology works, digital information will always be expressed by these zeros and ones. 
But what I think this semantic paradox suggests is something in the realm of foreshadowing. In the near future, the word digital may slip into obscurity. The word digital thrived during the 20th century because digital technology was brand new. In the grand scheme of world history, it still is brand new, but digital technology has outgrown analog technology so quickly that we seldom need to use the word digital to clarify whether or not something is digital. Today, we just assume that technology is digital, and that's not an enthusiastic overstatement on my part. There's actual linguistic proof of this. Like I said earlier, when computers first hit the market, they were called digital computers. Now, they're just called computers. The same is true of digital cameras and digital MP3 players. Who specifies their camera or MP3 player as digital nowadays? The auxiliary term simply isn't necessary. In fact, the tables have turned you're more likely to see an auxiliary term tacked onto a form of technology that isn't digital. The English language loves to truncate words, especially technology-related words. We call refrigerator fridges, toaster ovens toasters, televisions TVs, cellular phones cell phones, and the list goes on and on. The reason why these words get shortened is pure common sense. After a new piece of technology is introduced, we become more familiar with it as time goes on, and we no longer require the technical lingo to tell us exactly what it is. It's kind of like getting to know a friend over the course of two or three years and then calling him or her by a nickname. So, will the word digital become a dusty, neglected adjective no different than it had been during the 16th century? Probably not to the same degree, but I do think that it will become an increasingly irrelevant qualifier because, let's face it, we do live in a digital world, and maybe one day when we look out the window, the trees, cars, and people walking their dogs, in fact, will be pixelated hallucinations. Well, that's it for this time. This week's episode is a little shorter than usual, but you can think of it as the start of a Words for Granted mini-series. In the next couple of episodes, I'll be looking at the evolution of technology-related terms, so if you enjoyed today's show, be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play, or whatever podcast directory you use so you don't miss the next one. I'd like to remind you that the website for the show is wordsforgranted.com. You can sign up for the mailing list there and contribute to the show directly via Patreon. If you donate $1 a month, that's right, just $1, I soon will be posting exclusive bonus material only available to you generous contributors. All right, that's it for this time. I'll see you soon here at Words for Granted.